0: Episode 90. Captain, my captain. Sit down, Mr. Anderson.
1: You hear me? Sit down.
0: Sit down. This is your final warning, Anderson. How dare you? You hear me? Well, Captain, my captain. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight.
1: Zero
0: hour, nine a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. Good evening, Remy fans. I'm Asus, the man of the other side of the mic. Is EC? How you doing, EC?
1: Doing well. I didn't think it had been that long since I'd seen you, man. I thought it had only been a week, but it's been longer than that. So it's good to be back. Good news, bad news, all kinds of things going on. It's a lot to get into, but uh, excited to get back to it.
0: Well, you see, you know, I know we had some little scheduling issues last week, Um uh, I know you were, um, you know, you had a, you're emceeing and that's, I need to hear that. I need to hear some audio of you radio broadcasting or emceeing your daughter's games. I really do. I want to see how you do. Uh, if you're as eloquent as you are on this sh- on this podcast, your broadcast must be on point. But the, the following day, um, I had some issues. Um, we played late golf and. I was with a, a colleague of mine, <clears throat> couldn't get it out, I came home the next day, had to spend some time with the family, and then we were off for spring break, so you know the wife, man, it's, you know, it's a little difficult, right, <clears throat> and luckily they're, they're, she's not home right now, uh, she's with her friends, the, the, the kids are with the, the in-laws, so, um, you, know, you know, I have some time to get away today, so, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, but, you see, unfortunately, I didn't want to talk to last week. I didn't. I, I did not want to talk about Manchester United. I was so depressed, EC, last week. So depressed. I'm like, what are we? Okay. I've been such a Debbie Downer for so long about Manchester United, the way teams played. And then we got our ass handed to by City. I'm like, why should I go on there and force it? All right. I don't know about you. Do you think you were going to force a show last week?
1: I mean, I, I would have been willing to talk about it. I mean, I don't think either one of us was too unrealistic about what we thought. I mean, I think you, you didn't give him a... I think you gave us the win, but it wasn't like you said we were going to destroy him. So it wasn't like you were way off. I didn't think we would win at all, but I, I think I have become... And maybe you're coming to this side... <laughs> I'm not, it's not a numbness. It's more of uh, the expectations that I have are kind of even keel because we don't really have a great side Mm -hmm. and we don't really have a crappy side. We're just kind of middle of the road with some really, really good players individually. Are we Arsenal? I just don't think as a team we're good as a team this season.
0: Yeah. In
1: comparison to the last two.
0: You know, I came to a realization. I'm like, I'm just indifferent. You know, I, you know, because I do, I do really see, and I do get coming coming come on this. I mean, yes, this podcast is therapy for, I mean, both you and I, right? It is, and what we do, and hopefully for the fans that come on, and you know, our listeners that come on and and, and listen to us ramble and ramble, you know, for hours on end hopefully it's therapy for them, but it is therapy for me to come and, and, and really spew my guts, but when I have spewed my guts for so long, right, it's like, what's the definition of insanity, you see, right? Keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. You know, and I'm coming on here, coming on here, blabbing about I the blatant, you know, blatant, you know, issues, especially after the City gate, the blatant issues that we have, And then, because, you know, I've been talking about that for, you know, since Ole, since Ole's, you know, second term. Even before Ole got, you know, since Mourinho got left. I mean, I've been talking about the players. The players, players, players. And then, you see, a a glimmer of hope. A glimmer of, you know, this shining light. I was so happy to do this episode this week, you see. You know, I was so happy. Ronaldo hat-trick at the weekend versus Tottenham, you see. I was like, "Oh my God, yes!" I mean, that this is the Manchester United that we've been craving for, EC. EC. I was just like, "I'm so happy, you know. I'm glad we didn't do a podcast last week because I'm gonna come on. I'm gonna have a different tone. Yes, I'm gonna, you know, the tables will turn. Spring is sprung, you know. Whatever, you know, just getting the, you know, you know, all different bullshit. And then yesterday, EC." which i don't I, I, I don't know you see i'm very indifferent about yesterday we lost yes but i thought we played well we should have won i don't know about you it was just one of those things that and give it to give it to Simeone. he knows how to he knows how to preserve wins he they you know they got the one goal and parked the bus the rest of the match yes they had their chances on the counterattack and i guess if you look at the, the, the um, if you look at the uh, the uh, statistics the possession from what you saw on paper and what you saw during the game and what's on paper it doesn't match up to me but the possession was like manchester united 51% i want to say uh, uh, atletico was 49 I don't know if you, if you saw that. If you want to look that up, please. I really appreciate it. But the statistics didn't really paint the picture for the outlook of the game. And during the whole match, it was just, especially in the front foot, boom, right at the bat. It was so refreshing. And then it was just, you come to the 70th, what, 73rd minute, and it was like, nah. We need one goal. We need one goal. Didn't come. Eightieth minute, we need one goal. Didn't come. Ninetieth minute, one goal. Stoppage time or uh, extra, you know, extra time. Stoppage time, one goal. Didn't come, and then a whistle blows, and it didn't come. You see. So I'm very indifferent about yesterday's game because I, you know, what I want to be more positive about what we have going forward, especially building off the Tottenham match. Because I saw a lot of good things during the time of match. And the, and the players that we had in the pitch. And yesterday, and it was like... I'm not saying a contradiction because I, I wanted another lineup. And we'll talk about it later shortly. But yesterday was... We played well again. The, I mean, we played hungry. We, I haven't seen that kind of hunger in a team in a very long time. So I just... You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm coming on here because we have to look towards the future. Top fours, we have to get top four. I'm not saying we have to. It's not life or death. But if we want to get a good manager in, if we want to bring the top players in like Declan Rice, I mean, I think that's more feasible now that Chelsea's in their situation, you see, that they're in, you know. Declan in or Jude Bellingham in. We have to be able to offer them Champions League football. And top four is our main priority and we have to play better than what we played yesterday because apparently finishing finishing is our biggest problem. I mean, our we're, we're getting the balls in but we just weren't finishing the product. Um, or we weren't getting good service. I mean, sometimes we just wouldn't get great service in. Uh, but it's just... It's very difficult to look back yesterday and then look back in the Tottenham match and to see how we played similar games, but we couldn't get the score to score, you know? We couldn't – that couldn't happen. Uh, am, I, am, I off, am, I, am I off the wall of this, you see? I mean, am I, should, my, should my optimism be thwarted or should it be quelled? You know, should I pour water on myself and say, no, we're shit again? I mean, I think
1: <laughs> I think the thing with the United is, it's, as a fan anyway, it's, it's very difficult. But I, I think I've just, and I've, and I've said this for a while, and I think I've heard you say it as well. There hasn't been any consistency anyway. So for me to get too high or get too low, I, I, I'm not going to go there. I think, I honestly feel like the game that Ronaldo had a hat trick. I felt like we played better as a team in the Atletico game than we did in the Spurs game. I yeah. thought the Spurs game was slow, to your point, not hungry. Again, it's brilliant moments by Sancho and obviously Ronaldo. I mean, Fred played out of his skin as well, but that, that was really it. Same with Atletico. I felt like Fred and Scott played amazing. Everybody else, I don't know. I, I didn't really see a whole lot from anyone else. And like you just said, um, Simeone, if you look at the, the, the teams that they played before they played us, like Real Betis, they only had thirty-nine percent. We had six they when Betis had sixty one. Same thing with us. We had sixty one, they had thirty-nine again. Okay. So right. they're 61, not they're 30. not trying to possess the ball. They want you to have it and they want you to counter. So he, he only came for a goal, he got it, and he sat back. So, you know it, it it's it's deeper than the players is deeper than the coach. I think that you know, we were I think on the cusp and and I and I honestly feel like this is why I go back to Ole. You do have to give him credit where credit is due. Third, second, team's growing, he's getting new players. Um, you know, the atmosphere's better and then things start to fall off. So, you know, they had an opportunity in the summer I think to address even if even if you say, okay, we're going to get Ronaldo, which we were all happy about, and everyone was, I think, tweeting, I know I saw, it. I don't know how your timeline looked, but people kept saying, I thought he was the problem, I thought he was the problem. It was one game, and I don't think he, him, again, he himself is the problem, I think, again, it's the people up top making those decisions to have him here in the first place. I know we'll talk later about going back to Portugal and things of that nature, but I think any player over the age of 33 playing in the prim needs a break. And I, we talked about the stats two weeks ago, you know, it's 90 minutes every game. That's not managing your players very well, you know, and it doesn't help that Cavani's deciding he doesn't want to play whenever he decides he wants to play. And then he comes on last night, looks like crap. So I don't get to, I'm not going to get too high or low on this team. If we win, listen, if we win the rest of the games this season, we have a legitimate chance to get top four. I think it's a good thing. I've heard a lot of fans say it's a bad thing, that we should scrap it, start over, the new management, new players, all this and that. I think, ultimately, as long as the Glazers are running the show, as long as we have accountants that are buying players, it's going to be very difficult to get past this wave of it's been about a decade since we've gotten a trophy. Um, it, it, it's, it's going to continue to be this way. And I'm not happy about it, but... I'm going to continue to cheer my team on. I'm going to continue to criticize players when they play bad and, and criticize bosses when they make, you know, bad decisions. But I'm not going to, you know, once it's over with, it's over with. I'm not going to let it linger and, and let it screw up my week because, again, I don't think that the, the folks at the top really give a crap about how I feel. I mean, it's, it's evident, you know, we all knew that we needed a CDM. We all knew that but yet we still have two number eights playing in the sixth position and they will have good games, but inevitably they're not defenders. So they're going to have bad games. You know, Matic is the only CDM at the club. He's the only one legitimately. And he played last night and he had an off game. He's 33, 34 years old. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm inter- I'm very interested to see who they bring in and, and, and are they going to allow him to go get the players that he wants? Um, that that's what I'm really more interested in. You know, the rest of the season, these games, I'll be paying attention like I always do. But I'm not going to get too high or low on them. Man, they're not they're, they they are who they are. That that team that you saw against Atleti, that's who they are. And that team you saw against Spurs, is who they are too. They're Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. No consistency. That's been the only consistent <clears throat> thing about Manchester United since 2013.
0: All right. Well, I've been. Banging that drum for a while, but. You brought up um, something about Ronaldo. After this Tottenham match, everybody thought he's back. You can't ask, and this I think this goes to our biggest problem, I mean, our big problem is our midfield, right? Our midfield together, attacking and defending. When you have a 36, 37 year old tracking back, I don't know how many times did you see Ronaldo come back to the halfway line. He he did it all game. It was driving me nuts. There's yeah. no need. For,
1: you score goals, you score hat trick, and then you, now you're at the halfway line getting the ball. Just get in the box. It's not his fault. He's trying to get involved. He's trying to get into the mm-hmm. game. He's trying to get a touch. He's trying to let the guys know, hey, I'm here. I'm on the pitch. I'm I'm here. I want the ball. But I don't need. For me, it was driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. I want to see him in the box. I want to see him up the field. I want to see him taking players on and scoring goals, not receiving it from the halfway line. But yesterday I, again,
0: yesterday, I don't think anybody could take a player on. You saw Sancho, which I don't think he had a bad game. Jaden did. I think Jaden had a, a decent game. I mean, he was – but every time he tried to take somebody on, he had two players on him, dispossessed. Two players on him, Simeone. dispossessed. We're um, all the same way. Ronaldo, I mean, yesterday is an indictment of Ronaldo losing his step, period. I mean, he he's lost his step. Um, he's a great goal, store, goal scorer. But, like, to your point, just get in the fucking box, dude. You know what I mean? And it, him trying to go at players, he can't do it like he – I mean, like – because he got, how many times did he, he try to go at somebody yesterday and got dispossessed, he see?
1: Several. I mean, it's just, it's not, it's one of those things when you start off the game, you see him, he's dribbling the ball on his foot. He's pumped up. He's ready for this game mentally.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? But physically, it's not the same Ronaldo against Madrid, against Atletico Madrid when he was in Spain. Yeah. You know, his body's just, it's not, it's just not the same, it's not the same guy. So, um, I, I do feel bad for for him in a sense. I really do because, you know, he does get a lot of blame. But I think again, that's and I talked about this a couple pods ago. It's difficult, but I think as fans we have to start to get to a point where we stop and I know you're not gonna you're not gonna agree with me, but we have to stop blaming the players and the manager. I'm not saying the manager doesn't deserve fault, he yeah. does but i think we need to start keep, keep our focus in on the board and yes if individual players have bad games call them out like but i think placing the blame on you know harry or bruno or pogba or ronaldo it takes away from i think what's more important which is these owners making stupid decisions and not bringing in players we need not getting in physical fitness coaches that we need leaving on ex players to be in positions that no one knows what they do, but they get yellow cards, you know, in the the, the end of games. We don't, we don't even know what they do for the club. It's, it's a mess. And they're just continuing to let, in my opinion, the biggest, we, we are literally the biggest football club in the world. Yes, we are. But yet we have unorganized, we have this chaos. You know, we we bring in an interim manager, which fair enough, you, you don't know what you want to do. So you're going to do an interim thing. Again, you go back, I go back to you bring in this guy who, who they might respect, they might not, but ultimately they know he's going to leave. So are they going to buy in or not? Well, I don't know because this guy's going to be gone in six months. So we got to get acclimated to a new system. We better do it right. And we better hustle. We better do all these things.
0: No, it's just not going to work. That's the thing that you said, EC, hustle. They don't do that. This team consistently does not do that. And this is where I'm going to go back to one of my favorite players and one of my favorite pundits, which you don't like, is Mr. Roy King. Mr. Roy King is – I think he – I mean, it's kind of funny. I think he's having the last laugh. And when everybody says – brushes him off and says – it's on the players. It's on the players. It's on the players, and everybody's like, "It's all his fault. It's all his fault." All these, um, all these podcasts and YouTube channels. It's like, "It's all his fault." Ole has no, Ole has no uh, system. Ole has no tactics. Well, we have the man that has the tactics, but he still has he's still getting the same result that Ole did. You know, Ole got beat what by City? What two one? This guy got beat four one right but I think therein lies the problem no, no I think no. The it, finger the it's finger the pointing... player's problem that they don't have the nuts like 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 Roy Keane says like Roy Keane said and I believe it too because I mean I EC you and I both know as players you played for sport I played sport there's only so much a coach can do yes he can put you in the right position and all that. But it's the matter of want to. If I'm going to give myself up enough to make that tackle, to 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 make to, to cover that possession, these players don't. And Roy Keane has been saying this all, all along. He's, I mean, it goes to those things. It says these players will throw Ole under the bus, just like they threw Mourinho under the bus, these leopards don't change their spots. And these are the play. It's a player issue. It's the matter of want to. If you don't want to, and you saw it against the city, they quit, EC. They quit the second half. These players quit second half. Can, defend that, EC. Defend defend the, I, the I Glazers. Defend, defend the I, I Glazers. Defend, defend will, strength team. Okay. I will de- right. I will defend it until
1: I'm blue in the face.
0: Defend okay, defend Manchester, the second half. Man- the Manchester face.
1: Manchester City and Liverpool beater do not do not live, they do not live in England. They live on Mars. They are by themselves. There aren't any teams in our league that are anywhere close to those teams. I said this before the game started. We were, I, I said 2-0. You said 2-1. I thought we had zero chance because they're not, con- here's here's what we do. No, this is no, what no we let's not talk about do.
0: City. Let's talk about us. Why do we I'm quit the second with, half? I'm getting to us. Why I'm do we quit to us right now? Why do we this
1: quit? This is what we consistently do. And this is when and this is what I wanted to get to here in just a second anyways. When Bruno plays behind Cristiano Ronaldo, he's the only one who presses. Ragnick wants to play a pressing style, which again starts from the front, in the first wave goes to the second wave of the midfield players, goes to the CDM's and that fourth wave, you should already have the ball back, which we did brilliantly yesterday. Brilliantly yesterday. When you don't do that against a world-class team, you're going to look stupid. And you're not going to get the ball against a team who possesses it. That's what they do. We played against a team last night who do not want the ball. So that's why we had 61%. Manchester City possessed the ball. That's what they do. That's their thing. So when you're playing against a team that doesn't know how to press, When people say, they're not hustling, (laughs) that makes no sense. They don't care. Makes zero sense. You're not playing against a team that you will ever defeat. Why? Because you're consistently inconsistent. And this is what I've been saying. People want to focus on the right now. They don't want to look at the root. They don't want to look at why we're here, where we are right now, because... That means you have to look at your club, and you have to say your club is not where it needs to be, and people don't want to do that. They want to point fingers like Roy Keane and Paul Scholes nah. and Neville. They want to point fingers. But they've been in the locker room, see. Say, this is what these guys do, because they played with great players all their careers, and don't try to sit here and say they didn't. They want to point fingers and say, this is Manchester United. This is what we do at United. Michael Richards hit it right on the head and he looked at Gary Neville dead in the eye and said, you're you're stuck in the past. The same way Roy Keane and most of these fans are stuck in the past. This is not United of the 90s and 2000s. This is a United of people who have board members who care about statistics off the pitch, who care about uh, algorithms and how those algorithms run on their social media platforms. That's why these players... Are not just brought here to be brought into play. They're brought here to brand, to make us a bigger brand. They're not here
0: to play football. That's thank you, thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. They're not here to play football. So for me, and apparently that's, people, that's that's what's going on in the pitch. They're not fucking so here to play football. That's why we're so fourth. That's why we're so no less outside Champions League. They're not here to play football. So for me, when people
1: start talking about these players. Let's not have short memories and forget that these players drug us to third place. Let's not have short memories and forget these players drug us to second place. Everybody wants to sit there and talk this and point this, and you're the problem. The problem is the people at the top don't know what the hell they're doing. They put together teams full of players who probably shouldn't be there, i.e. Harry Maguire, who's our captain. He should not be there.
0: That was $80
1: Again, that, uh, uh, again, when we look at the players who were brought in now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we look at Harry Maguire and Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Don't have the mentality. Tell me what? Tell me what? Tell me what trophies they've lifted for Manchester United? I don't have
0: the mentality to be your Manchester United players. And this is and this is again, for me,
1: those guys, the Keens, the Nevilles, There's only a couple of United players who keep
0: it real. Harry, uh, Owen Hargreaves. too.
1: Owen Owen Hargreaves is probably about the only one in Rio Ferdinand who keep it real. I think the majority of those guys, because Rio's called uh, uh, Roy out as well. You cannot compare this Manchester United to the other one. They're not the same. This club is not the same anymore. And so right. I just think people it's need full to full start of, It's full of a bunch
0: of pussies. Them.
1: Again, you're you're focused, and I understand why. But there's because there's a lot of fans that they think the same way. They don't you want to get look at paid. The, they
0: you. You get, get paid. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, man. You're Manchester United you player. You don't have to be sorry.
1: You don't have to be sorry. I'm just telling you, you're looking at the wrong thing, and uh, you're dude, putting. Your I know
0: there's in is a problem with the year. board. I know there's a problem the board. That's the. But that's hey, but the problem. but hey, it doesn't that's take it. Doesn't, hey, it doesn't take the fucking board to say, hey, I need you to actually put in a little effort today. So it's like, it's like me, it's like, it's like talking, me, it's like me going to, it's like, like me going to my, it's like, no, 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 like say like me going to work tomorrow. Were, those it's like saying care. me, it's like me going to work tomorrow yes. and my boss saying, you know what? I need you to put a little effort today. Do I not know not to do that? I, I, do I know not, you. do you know not to do that? Do you know when I you go going to work time? tomorrow? Does your boss have to fucking micromanage you all the time?
1: I listen to people who are close to the club. Oh my God! Answer
0: the question. Answer the question.
1: I will answer the question. Do you micromanage? I listen to people every single day, just like you have the opportunity to do so as well. Who are closely related to the club, who are around the players twenty four seven. To say that the players don't care, or to say that the players quit, makes no sense. But people, again, they they want to go out. They want to look. And see us against a club who we have no business, even anyone thinking that we had a chance to win that game, made no sense. I'm talking about this team. I'm not talking about the team from last year. That's the team that you were talking about. I'm talking about this mm-hmm. Manchester
0: Every United pundit, every pundit, no anybody who watched that match, you see, they said every they quit. I mean, but you're a player's guy. You're saying, oh, no, I give the player. No, it was Ragnick's fault because he didn't have the good tactics. Or it was this person's fault. Dude, you've you been covering up for these. I mean, you have to come around, EC, and say, finally, dude, that these players, that these players do not have the balls to play for Manchester United.
1: I will never come off the board's neck. You can all you want. You I'm can keep blaming the, the players all neck, you want. You see, do you do? no mind. When have you blamed them? When have you? When have you ever blamed the owners? When? Dude, we've had podcasts on the fucking board, and, but
0: uh, on the fucking goal. You have been
1: consistent on the players. The players' fault. It's
0: the players' fault. It's the play. It's the play. That's what you hey, always okay, talk about. Okay. What is? What is the? Okay. What are? What? Okay. You tell no, no, no. me who I, I, no, no. I told I told to everyone in Harry I told everyone you wanna, tell me whose position that was. You told I mean I've told I mean we had a podcast. I said stop by merch. You wanna change something, stop by merch. I I'm the I'm the one. I am the one that said this is the way you change you, shit. And you, you and you said, you Well, me. you know, I'm gonna still buy a shirt, I'm gonna still buy a jersey. You're the one supporting the Glazers, you're the one supporting the you, So if if you can't change it, then what are you gonna do? If you're a player, you, you're still gonna fucking play because we pay you and you still have some sort of integrity, right? You, you still have some tell sort me of balls.
1: Whose you, I mean, idea whose who, idea was it to bring in these players that you don't like?
0: The board. Was it
1: Ragnick's was it Ragnick's
0: idea? Ole, Mourinho, oh, Van Hall, uh, David so, Moyes, so those, and Sir so Alex those Ferguson. Guys, yes. Yes, all so of those them combined. Those guys are the
1: ones that are cutting no, the Ed checks. Ed Woodward, yes. Okay, so that's where your attention needs to stay on. You keep talking about these players who are soft and weak and pussies that got you second place last year. You are very happy about that. They weren't pussies then, were they? They weren't pussies when they got third place, were they? Yeah. But
0: now that they're in fifth place. No, Easy. And I'm easy, easy. By City, no, 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 E.C., We've we you on, know man, you be, you he, know you've been he, I mean you know, just like you said, said last week. What have these players done? Because Pogba's won a trophy, a piddly ass he trophy, has. but he's won a trophy. What have these players done? And he said he these has. players, and I said they got second place. Oh, second place. So now the now the now the tables are are switched. Huh?
1: Second place is a huge deal, is it? Yes or no.
0: In a COVID year, yes, it was good last no, year. No, 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 no. Any any Manchester United
1: fan with any balls Okay then, then, then I, Bruno's I, better than
0: Okay. They, by that, by, take if, place if I, say, okay, if I, say yes, if I said yes and you, the, if I said yes and you conceding the argument that Bruno coming in was better than has better been better than anything Paul Pogba came in because and you just cause you dismissed the fact that I, I said he got second place last year.
1: My argument has been, and I will say it again, so for, for so people that can understand and be clear, Bruno Fernandez has not lifted any trophies. That doesn't mean he sucks. It just means he literally hasn't lifted any trophies. That's what that means. Second place means a lot, and so does third place because that's a part of Champions League. We, but
0: said, when you're can, said, you continue a to compare, better impact player? And you said these Paul Pogba's lifted trophies. Bruno has not I said, well, he actually, that's a fact. But I said Bruno actually lifted it up. To, lifted us up to get second place last year. And he's like, and you, I mean, I'll pull up the tape. I'll pull up the tape for our next part. And you said, what is second place? It's Champions League. No, no 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 no, 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 no. I'm not asking you to answer me. I'm saying, you told me that. What is second place? It's not a trophy. It's not it's a fake cup. It's not. It's so okay, fact. then. I'm I'm using those your same facts. argument against you. It's second place, those then. It's not. It's facts. not a trophy. It's not FA Cup. It's, it's not it's anything. Not. Okay. It's not. It's not. So it's a no, fact. Then, those are facts. Then, then yes, your you fact, is fact is that these players are shit. They didn't have no mean, balls.
1: It's the same player. Where are the different? Who are the different players that okay, are shit? Okay, it's, it's
0: the same players. Then, then why are we in fifth place?
1: Because we haven't won as many games, and we've drawn a lot of games this season. That's why we're in fifth place. It's a fact. You think this team is different than the team from last year? I I really don't understand. What, what are here. you seeing? Different? You, want to bring what back you to the see board. Different? The board
0: brought us in Varan, which everybody's happy, right? The board brought us Sean Sancho. Everybody's happy. How's Varan been this season? You were happy that he brought him in. I I, I question, question. Varan's move. I'm like, why is why is why is Real Madrid giving up so easily?
1: Okay, how has he been this season? Inconsistent. Okay, how's Ronaldo been this season? Inconsistent. How's Sancho been this season? Inconsistent. Okay, that's what But you are excited, elated.
0: You said, these are the yes. players.
1: Yes, but we're talking about the here and the now. You wanted, we to, bring, no, you
0: wanted to bring Sancho in at $120 million last year. And I'm like, fuck yes. that.
1: Yes, I wanted to bring him in. He would have probably been ready to roll way before this season started had we brought him in last
0: season. Yes, no. I, I would have I brought him in. We need one hundred twenty. Okay, you're a bad businessman. Don't ever let me go to business with you, other than this podcast. But anyways, God. your argument's easy. Come on, man you don't you don't want to address the elephant in the room, dude. You're you're like dancing around the whole thing, man. Anyways, let's move on because we we I don't, you and I have a, a time timetable um, to get to uh, day is. Post match, were you surprised? First of all, were you surprised that David de Gea was selected to give the post match uh, response?
1: I mean, I, I am. He he keeps it real, so you know he looked dejected, and I, you know, you're just waiting on a bomb to drop. Yeah. Talk. So for me, I I wasn't. I was shocked because it just doesn't run along the lines of where this club want to be, which is you know they put the, put the puppets out there and let them say we're going to fight, we're going to try harder you know Ragnick's the only one that's really been you know really going against the grain on that but um you know it's it's one of those things where he sees it he's been there you know he feels for players who he knew um would be in a situation where they'd be able to lift trophies um you know win the league really um and and he knows it's not gonna happen he (laughs) knows he understands where we are and I think that's you know, more to what I'm saying, um, you know, you got a guy who's been there. He understands the highs and understands the lows. Um, but I think ultimately, if, if I'm going to listen to somebody, you know, if, if we're talking about listening to pundits or listening to YouTubers or, you know, whatever, you know, he's there playing for them right now and knows that we're not going anywhere. We're not going in the right direction. And he probably feels bad. He probably feels like you know he knew Mata would come here and and told him wait till wait till we win the league wait till you see how it feels how the city feels when we win the league, and he's he knows he's it's never going to happen.
0: Yeah,
1: it's not happening next season. I don't care if they bring in Holland and Mbappe, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, and he knows that, so it's it's kind of telling in in a way, and maybe they do feel like well, we'll let him go out there because the fans feel dejected. We've been knocked out of a, another
0: cup. big tournament.
1: There's no there's no you know, I know you don't care, but there's no trophies coming. And it's one of those things where again, you look at the season and you go, What are we what are we gonna what are we doing? What are we fighting for? Well, we're fighting for top four. That's it. So um it's it was chilling, but I liked it. I wish he'd give the arms band back to him. Um, you know, he yelled at Maguire and I think Mm -hmm. I yelled at Maguire uh, you know, at that same time. I don't know what the hell he was doing on the ball. But uh, you know, it's 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 something that's needed. Um, you know, like I said, I talked about this in the last pod. You know, Rooney, more players coming out and saying, "Hey, this is what's going on at the club right now. This is the things that were going on back then." I think we need more of that because a lot of it gets left up to interpretation. Players like De Gea, they come out and they just say how it is. I don't have to, you know, read between the lines. It's it's just refreshing to hear.
0: I was surprised. Surprised is probably the term I'd use, uh, because the fact of the doghouse that uh, Diaz put himself in, being the uh, vocal person, right, of the club, and saying that you know, saying everything that we've always said, and just like you said, <clears throat> everything you said was spot on. I mean, I'm not gonna really analyze what he said. I was just surprised that he was the person to come out, that he was chosen to come out to talk to the media. Maybe it's comforting or whatnot. And you said something about giving him back the armband yesterday. When Harry, Mag- did you notice? I didn't. I really didn't. It's something I didn't really pay attention to because the, the broadcast is very quick. Um, when Harry Maguire got taken out, who did who's who did he give the armband to? Was it Bruno? No, no, he gave it to De Gea. He gave it well, to De Gea. Well, the hands just keep it. Period. Don't give it back. Um, I know there's been many a pundit, you know, coming out and saying that, you know, I mean, saying everything that finally, you know, me you know, putting on the ether that. Uh, Harry Maguire is not the United Captain and he should just relinquish it but uh, for De Gea to come out and do that you know and say that and address it I mean what more do you want a captain want I mean, I mean you know what more do you want from a captain if it was Harry Maguire shouldn't he you know if he was a captain shouldn't he come out and address the media for the players? I mean, for the, you know? And, and give them, don't give me the, don't give me the whole, we'll try better bullshit. Just be real. But Harry Maguire's not that. He's not a captain.
1: Well, I, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I, I don't, I'm not looking at Harry Maguire and saying, look, you know, you need to leave. I'm not on that bandwagon yet. Oh, yeah. I would have dropped him. Yes. Would have definitely dropped. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, there's models out there where you've got captain, co captain, and I think you need that's needed, you know, in, in these instances because if, if form does drop which it has for McGuire, it has for Rashford, you know, that's when you go to that, that co or that second guy and say, Hey, you know, he's he's fallen off a little bit. We need somebody to pick it up. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and, and put you in there as captain. We're going to sit him down so it'll be an easier transition, you know, and, and we'll give it back to him if, if form does catch and, and, he, and he gets back into it. But I think it's way too heavy of a crown for him to be wearing right now. You can tell, I mean, that play he made where he dribbled that ball around the box and McGuire, I mean, the Gaya's just looking at him like, what, what are you doing?
0: Then when he passes and it back then, to him.
1: And then he finally passes it back to him and then the Gaya hits it. Which and we all know the guy has got horrible distribution. He hits it right to an athletical player who shoots it. And McGuire saves it, and he just looks at McGuire like, "What are you doing? You're the you are the leader of this team, and you look like a five year old." It's just, you know, I I don't know the pressures of being a Manchester United coach. I never will, but there has got to be someone at the board telling him, "You got to play this guy. He's English. He's the captain." You can't have any uproar. I can't have you, you know, you got to play him. Someone's got to be making him play him because he's in horrible form. I really feel like he was the reason for that goal. I know people are going to blame lot, But I felt like Diego came inside because McGuire was beat and the back post was wide open. So there's only, what, ten game, eight games left, seven games left, something. I don't see him being dropped. Um, I would hmm. play Lindelof. But yeah, I, if it was me and I was in charge, um, De Gea would have the armband. He's been the best player this season. I don't think it's close. It's close. Ronaldo had a sniff, I think, early in the season. I think he kind of fell off. Um, but I think De Gea has been pretty consistent hmm. uh, all season. And so hmm. I think for me, you know, reward that consistency, show the younger players, you know, this is what we do with consistent players. Um, yeah, I, I, I would definitely lean towards giving it to De for the next uh, next coach that comes in.
0: Okay, so you, you, you said Ronaldo right there uh, as an armband. You know, he wore the armband. Yeah, going to De Gea as a as a potential captain. You know, appointment. Which it's kind of skeptical with if Ronaldo is going to be here next year. Would a captain go to Portugal? During a time that you're playing your biggest rival uh, to get rehab, this is the tough one. Oh, man. Oh, no, or, I'm not saying not Portugal, but just out, you know, to save yeah, your it's, home, it's, home, country, home country.
1: It's it's tough. I, I
0: <sighs> We
1: do know that players fake injuries. I don't think that's this guy's in an mo. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So I think the hip flexors is, is a thing. Um, you know, we all know, we, we know the famous Chicago bulls. We all know they, um, had a crazy player named Venice Robin <laughs> used to leave, but he wouldn't, but he would come back for the games. So he'd go to Vegas, party hard, come back, play the game. Um, I think when you're dealing with Cristiano Ronaldo, this, 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 again, I'm not going to stay on it long, but I don't think we're managing him well, and it's not his fault. And it's really, the club's kind of been put in, in a chokehold too because, you know, you look at the likes of Cavani not just saying, I'm good, I don't want to play right now. Like, I'm, I'm fit, I'm healthy, but I'm, I don't want to play. So we're, we're kind of put in that, that situation where Marcus has his, not Marcus, but uh, Mason has his situation. Cavani yeah. doesn't want to play. We don't have another striker, so he has to play 90 minutes every game. I just think that caught up with him. So you can kind of see what a week did for him. In Portugal, getting the treatment he needs to get, comes back against Spurs and he looks like a brand new person. So, that's really how it should have been managed this season. And I think, due to circumstances, Tony being loaned out, Mason getting in trouble, um, Cavani not wanting to play, you kind of you kind of put him in that position where you, where you have to have him. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like the optics at all. But ultimately, I mean, you, when you look at it, I know we hate this as NBA fans, but that's kind of what they do, right? What do they call it? Game management, right? So player management is management man. Kawhi, Kawhi's famous for it. Um, the Spurs are, man. They started with Tim Duncan, man. Spurs used to do it. quite, and, and it works, right? But you have to manage it. You can't miss those big games. So it should have been the game prior to, and then rest him up for the big city game, right? You would see Tim Duncan maybe sit out against a crappy team, but then when the dogs came to town, Timmy's knees were iced up and he was ready to roll. So I didn't like it. I wish they would have managed it better, but I think, you know, it's, for me, it told me, you know, I really, really want him to keep doing this for the rest of the season. Maybe play a game, rest a game, play a game, rest a game um because you got the Saturday Tuesday turnaround he didn't look the same guy and and again people will comment because I've talked to people at work about it today he played with Bruno in the athletic game if you look at the Spurs game Bruno wasn't anywhere to be found
0: nope
1: and and P, a lot of people think because no of the Portugal international situations that they have it's the same thing with United so I don't know. I'm not. It's not a conspiracy no, theory. I, I there, don't know. There well, you're
0: exactly right. I wanted to see. I wanted to see Paul Pogba in that number ten role. That Bruno Atleti. Um, so a lot
1: of people are pointing to that, and I, you know, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't argue it just because the Portugal record is not the best, and Bruno usually gets subbed off or just doesn't play at all. But I think him going home was what he needed. I would rather cater to him listening to his body. He's probably in better shape mentally and physically than most people Mm -hmm. on earth. So if he needed to go home and have the treatment in Portugal at his house, I can't get mad at the guy as a fan though. I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I I didn't like the optics. I was Mm -hmm. pissed. I want him there in England getting treatment. I want him sitting in a jacket. If you're not going to play watching the game, cheering us on, um, you know, doing those things. So in hindsight, it, it was probably the best thing for him. Mm-hmm. But my initial reaction was I was not happy.
0: No, I mean, I'm not happy, period. <clears throat> I, I love Ronaldo. I mean, he's the one that got me starting to watch United. You can't sit there in an interview uh, in, what, December was it? January, December?
1: It wasn't too long ago. Yeah.
0: And say, talk about the players and, you know, you're trying to influence, you know, the young players, blah, 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 right? What what kind of influence are you doing when? Hey, you're the biggest. You're the biggest name of this club. Period. Right. You are world football right now. I mean, hands down. The fucking debates already out. Ronaldo or Messi? You're saying at this point, Cristiano Ronaldo is the best player in the world. Period. I mean, I'm sorry, Messi ain't doing jack shit at fucking PSG, and he's only played at Barcelona. Whereas this man has played on I mean how many countries you see Lisbon, Portugal, I'm sorry. Uh, Manchester, Spain, Juventus, back to Manchester. He's played in five big countries and he's still producing hands down. I mean this I mean no debate. No debate anybody out there. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo's the best footballer in the world ever. And he you I mean he's the best scorer ever too. Which he, you know, had that record-breaking game on Sunday. <laughs> Getting back to being that, you can't. If you want to be a mentor to young people, you don't do that. You get your treatment in Manchester, um, and you show the players, "Hey, I'm hurt, but I'm here. I'm here to support you, no matter what. I'm a part of the team." The team, because the my, the the name on the front of the jersey is a lot bigger than name uh, bigger than name on the back, and that's what these players don't seem to understand, that the name the crest is bigger than themselves. Period. And that's what he didn't. That's what he didn't show. So that's why I'm pissed off. That's that. I mean, I understand. Hey, you want to get some RNR time you have your you know your own physicians and blah 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 bring them to Portugal the only the only reason I could say that he went to Portugal and I would have forgiven for is cuz he knows some you know some slummy ass prostitutes that are the, the most ugliest in the world that he needed a slump buster and then that's what he went to go get but other than that he and his ass needed to be in the fucking chairman's box in at Old Trafford against City, if he was if he was really hurt, and that's well, the
1: I, thing. I mean, he, he was probably hurting, but I like I said, I think it's again. How does the big boy run a club, right? To, Look, Tony wanted to leave. You got to get him out, right? He was pissed off. You got to get him out. But Edison. I mean, you're telling me I'm going to give Edison a quarter million dollars a week. Nope. And he's going to tell me when he wants to play. Nope. And I think that, and I think again, that's that's, again to my point of, you know, you do have a striker. Yes, Edison's 33, but you have a striker, but we're not managing it right. And he's going to tell the coach, Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and stay here. (laughs) I'll I'll play tomorrow.
0: This goes back to what you said, EC, about the board. Of the way, and I've always said this is the, these are the Dallas Cowboys. You know what I mean? Everybody goes to Jerry. You know what I mean? Fuck the coach. I'm gonna go to Jerry. Tell him what I want. This is the board. I'm gonna go to the board. I'm gonna go to the, the Ed Woodward. I'm gonna go to this this person. You know what? Because they're gonna protect me because I'm a pussy. Well, and I'd I mean? like
1: to figure out if it was him going to anyone else other than Ragnick and telling him I'm good. That's what I'm, that's my that's my point. That's what I'm saying. If you if the teams ran better, if the structure's there, you can't account for a kid raping a girl. I can't. We can't.
0: No, no. I, mean, yeah, I they think they dealt, dealt that. with that. They dealt with it the but way they I, needed
1: to, right? But what I'm saying is, you as a as a big club, mm-hmm. you got to go. All right, look it. I know you want to leave. I don't give a shit. We need players. You're staying. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, I'm paying you a quarter million a week. I don't give a shit if you're tired or if your wife misses you. You're playing, so I don't know if it was Edison saying to the coach or to the Woodward glaze. I don't know what the scenario was. I just know we're put into this position where you got Ronaldo at thirty seven playing you know ninety minutes a week. <clears throat> I think there was one spell where he played twenty seven where he came off the bench. I just don't think it's sustainable, and so it seems to me that the that, that the guy needs to have a spell where he plays a game. So if it's Tuesday, this is going to be, he's going to play out of this world when we play next, because he's going to have rest. He's going to have treatment, you know, no physical contact. Hopefully I think he'll come out of the gates flying, but then, then you go back to the next week. When did we play again? There's no more trophies. There's no more, you know, competitions. So it's just weekend every weekend. So, um, you know, I'm just hoping to see a refreshed player. Uh, No more COVID. I know, Bruno just getting over COVID, so he didn't play a whole game yesterday. Not that he played well while he was in. But it. it we need to have a you know, healthy, strong, better fitness uh, for these guys uh, to be able to do what this coach is trying to get them to do.
0: Well, we don't have a game till April, you see.
1: <laughs> so, if, How many is there?
0: Uh, April's going to be fun-filled, let's put it that way. We have one, two, three, four, five league games in April. Um You said something about the way clubs deal with things. Um and I'm, not, I'm not comparing the two because they're they're not comparable. Um Marcus Rashford got into some an incident this weekend, right? Um and it's not comparable with Mason, so guys please that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I'm just want to compare it on the way the club's gonna handle it. Marcus Rashford, we've been critical of Marcus Rashford. You know what? We have. I've been critical of Paul Pogba, and I have, um, and other players. But it does not give the, fi- the the fans the right to verbally abuse and almost physically abuse players. Easy. Marcus Rashford got into some. He had to send out a, I guess, an Instagram post. Was it? Was it Instagram or tweet or one of? The, I read on Twitter. Um, you know, obviously apologizing for an incident that he got in at the weekend. Um, and then I think you brought to my attention that Paul Pogba's house was uh, broken into.
1: Sorry, it was yeah, it was burglarized, burglarized at the very end of the game uh, yesterday, while his kids were in the house. So you know, one of those things again. I think this happened to Lindelof uh, yeah. earlier in the year, burglarized while the kids were in the house. Pogba and his wife were up, obviously Pogba was at the game, his wife was at the game, so the kids were home with the babysitter, nanny, whatever, and uh, they were there for about five minutes. Uh, you know, while the, while the kids were there. Took some things, but obviously the security was what Pogba tweeted. Uh, the safety and security was really what was stolen.
0: That's the thing. I mean, we are fans. Fans are a short for fanatics, unfortunately. You know, um, I don't condone, nobody condones this. I don't, I mean, shit. I would kill a motherfucker. If you did this to my, I mean, to me to, and anyway, I got, I've gotten broken into, um, in college and I felt violated. I, mean, I wasn't even there. I was like, it was always like Christmas break. And I'm like, you know, I came in, you know, we, we came back from a uh, Christmas break and it was in our apartment and my bed was tossed over, you know, my closet is ransacked. My roommates, same thing to him. That whole night, you see, I couldn't sleep. After we put all our shit together, you know, we, we called the police and all that shit, I couldn't sleep. I could only imagine. I could only imagine if my kids were there and how I would feel. If, if that happened to me, when, I mean, when you're only college kid, you have some shitty-ass clothes, right, from fucking high school, some guest shirts or some... Tommy Hilfiger shirts that you wore, been wearing for like 10 years. Uh, you know, your, you know, your, core, you know, cargo shorts, you know, you know, bullshit like that. You know, you don't even remember that from fucking, you know, puka shell necklaces, you know what I mean, that you wore in fucking high- in college. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I could only imagine. I felt that way at that time. Uh, I, I couldn't go to sleep because I felt violated. Whereas, if there's somebody coming to my house, if somebody came to my house and and my kids were there, you see, my kids. In my home, I wouldn't be right in the head. I would not. I I mean, I would. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past Paul Pogba to say, you know what, hey coach, and if he does. He's a better man. If he doesn't, he's a better man than me because I would need that. Hey, coach. I mean, I know they're not playing for a while, but hey, I'm going to take a, you know, break because this is this is fucking ridiculous.
1: Well, this is what Lindelof did. This is why Lindelof didn't play. Yeah. Uh, after his house was burglarized, just because, like you said, you know, these guys are multimillionaires. Yeah. Uh, and me and you, we, we have we have locks on our doors. We have I have security systems. I'm sure you have security systems. You have cameras. You wouldn't imagine somebody that's making all this money doesn't have, you know, security, physical security,
0: fucking, you know, completely
1: locked down, right? No one should be able to get in. So, no, I'm, I'm with you. I completely agree and concur. Um, There's no reason uh, why any of this stuff should be going on. You know, kids could have got hurt. Um, Who, the, the story says they were sleeping, so hopefully they didn't hear anything or see anything that would traumatize them for Lindelof's family, for Pogba's family. I hope none of that stuff happened. I, don't, I think Lindelof's kids are super, super young, as Pogba's are as well. So hopefully nobody saw anything. Hopefully they just, they broke in. But like you said, um, it's one of those things where now I'm in the house. Do, do I know that no one's gonna come in? I have no clue. So I'm probably hiring security now, 24 seven, You know, figuring out what the tapes look like, where they break in from, how they get? Because he's, he's he lives on a like a comp, I mean He's got a huge house, so it's it's it would be difficult for me to understand yeah. how this guy or, or person got in.
0: And even at that, I mean, we live in America, right? You can go get. I mean, in that situation, I mean, you you say, "Fuck that! I'm gonna go get me a fucking pistol." All right? You know, it's for protection. Right. You know, just for protection. You're not you're not crazy or nothing. They can't do that over. there. You no, know? <laughs> no, they can I mean, it's no. just—it's just. I mean, I'm not. You know, whatever guns. You know, we're not. That's not the but topic. They can, get, they can get security who yeah. can carry guns. Yeah, and they can Stand yeah.
1: around the house and and, yeah. and walk around. To your point, that's something that I know. You know, if I'm investing my money in Bugattis and whatever else they might be driving, I can hire a very high-paid. You know, couple people actually yeah. to work twenty-four-seven you know, around the clock while I'm there, um, you know, so that no one else breaks in the house. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know what Lindelof wind up doing, but if I'm in those shoes and I'm, your point's super valid. He can't walk around with an AK, you know, Pug Pug was get snapped with that gun. One time it's mm. over with. Um, but he can hire someone to, uh, to make sure that his family are, are safe.
0: No, I mean, and, and I, I I'm. I, I'm not gonna say I'm praying for him, because I, I maybe mean, I hate when you know really when are you really pray for him. But I really hope that uh, that him him his wife and his kids have peace of mind. I really hope that they get peace of mind, and um, that's what they need because when somebody does that and violates your home, it it it, it really does mess with your mind. You know, a couple of weeks. So um, I'm really hoping he gets a good clear piece. You know. Peace of mind, you know, just gets he gets head straight. He needs to take a couple of weeks off. Yes, and getting into the next incident with you know Marcus Rashford with a fan. And was it after the after the game an altercation? I've been in that same situation with altercation. I've been in the fights um, and arrested. So yes, guys, I've been arrested for fighting. Um. In my situation, again, it was not me that provoked it. I reacted to a certain situation, but I paid the consequences. You know, I spent the night in jail. Uh, I'm the one that had to do, <clears throat> uh, I got a with assault and battery and a family member because it was a guy that I lived with, a roommate in college. So they charged me with that since we lived together. Um, he pushed a girl and I reacted and I reacted violently um spent the night in jail you know i had i had to do pro- six months probation yeah it's off my record and whatnot i'm living i mean and i'm not i don't know what's gonna happen to marcus uh because obviously he's high profile but even in that situation that fucks with your mind too you know what i mean in getting in altercations that severe especially him i mean he's high profile you see He's a OBM or EMB or whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know what the the, the, the severity of the incident. <coughs> but to get into physical education, somebody that it does mess with your mind because you always come back to what 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 happened, what triggered me, what did you know, why did I do this, why did I do that, and you always have the what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. You know why? You know the what if? Why? Why couldn't I do this? Why couldn't I do that? Why couldn't I have just walked away? The whys, and I'll, and that fucks with your head. It does. It does. It messed with me for a while. It messed with me. I mean, it's have It's done. I mean, it's been that way for me for, you know, and several times I've been in trouble, with the law. I just hope you know it doesn't mess with his mind because obviously this guy's. Has a lot on his mind. We've been critical of him for the past couple of weeks. um, But that's on the pitch. But this guy does not deserve, just like Pogba does not deserve what he gets off the pitch. Because these are people. And and I really hope that, you know, these, these fanatics, you know, just understand that, fuck man, life. There's worse things going on in this world. There's, fuck man, there's babies being killed in fucking Ukraine. Get over it. It's Manchester United football. That's it. You know, it's not life. Bro, I think, I think this, it goes back to we, we had this
1: earlier. Was it this basketball season or last where, you know, the, the fans were getting a little too touchy, a little too mouthy. One of the players, I think, said something about LeBron James's son. Yeah. Uh, he heard it. They, they kicked the fans out. So I think it just goes to the culture yeah. more of, you know, England as opposed to in the States where we do heckle. You know, we've got some great hecklers in Philadelphia, uh, New York's Chicago. We've yeah. got some good hecklers. I think there the culture is more one of, you know, they're going to talk about your mom, your dad. They're going to cuss them up and down. <laughs> they're going to say what they're going to say. They might. I think there was some some bottles thrown. They were probably more or less meant for the referee because the referee, we haven't talked about him. He had a horrible game himself. I think, you know, a 24-year-old kid who, you know, again, high to heights, he carried us last year for, for, for a long period of time uh and then and then for him to have the season he's having he looks scared i mean he looks like when he gets the ball he almost wants to give it to the other team so that he can just fake to play defense and get blown past um i don't wish him you know any any harm doing that's that's not what i'm trying to say but i do think he needs to get away i don't know if it's 2 weeks Three weeks. He needs some time. He needs some fitness training. He needs a mental coat. He needs some help because he just looks. He looks like he's just all over the all over the place. Mm. And so, I do. I do feel bad for him. Um, but again, and I just it, it's. I, I'm not. I'm not feeling it at all. I'm not. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling where he is. Again, the fan. I, I, apparently, there was was it a finger that he was he flipped the guy off did he did he tell him to get in his face and say it in his face he can't do that where are the people around him that are supposed to be you know Marcus come on don't you know w- w- there's just so many things with this story that just they rub me the wrong way so you know I'm just hoping i'm hopeful that um you know he gets his mind right because it looks like a running away with that position and fair play to him he's playing great but you know, you feel bad for Marcus, who last year was on fire. Up until he missed those PKs, he's just been a whole different man.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just hope he gets it gets all right because it does not look good for his future at Manchester United. I think there's already speculations of about him leaving the club. But, you know, you, you see, you brought up a, a very good point. Elaborate, please. On the ref- refereeing, uh, this is like we'll, we'll wrap a bow and uh, about uh, this because they're just. I have some quick hitters before we take off <clears throat> about what's happening. Um, wrap a bow and the the refereeing, please.
1: For me, the referee is he's not at fault for the game. I'm not going to go there, but. I think there's instances in the game where he's got an opportunity to you know is run down the, the sideline, and I know it's ticky-tack, but if you're going to allow a ticky-tack foul to go on one end, then you've got to do it on the other. And we all know that players nowadays, if you breathe on them the wrong way, they're going to fall down, and they're going to make a lot of it. And I think there was a lot of that going on too, and we're both guilty of that. Um, I just think a lot of times, um, when, you know, when a player challenges a coach, when a player—not um, coach, sorry, referee—that referee then it, it kind of becomes personal, and they get away from actually refereeing the game. And then it's more about, well, you said this 15 minutes ago, and now this has happened, so I'm going to go ahead and, and 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 make this call. And I think there was a lot of that going on. I think he kind of lost. Uh, the plot mentally, uh, the referee did so. Not, I'm definitely hope it doesn't come across as though I'm trying to say he was the reason we lost. Um, but he definitely didn't do us any favors, and it definitely felt like there was an extra man on the pitch. So, um, you know, thought he started out the game fairly well. I think it was more the second half where he kind of you know, <coughs> lost the game. And and I think you know it's difficult. It's it's one of those jobs. You know, it's it's changed so much, and these players are just so different. Um, Where, you know, if they get sneezed on, they're going down and they're going to be down for a long time. So it's a difficult job, but they do get paid very well. And my dream, my ultimate dream in sports, um, I don't know why it hasn't happened, but I'm hoping before I die it does happen. But all referees should be interviewed after the game. Podium, uh, journalist, questions, um, just to see where their heads were at, just to see what they were going to say. It's very very rare that you'll hear a referee uh talk about a call or 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 discuss a decision um i i ultimately think they might think and make better decisions if they knew they had to answer for the decisions that they had to make so that's uh that's my my two cents on the uh
0: on the coach on the ref excuse me i got a I was pissed <laughs> don't get me wrong I mean but yes I listened to the broadcast I saw the replays because a lot of things I, I thought you know that were you know that that the should have penalized for um at first glance they should have you know what I mean? they should have um when you watch it again okay you're you weren't satisfied but you're just like okay I can understand. But you're right. The second half, when you let it... I mean, there were too many fouls. I think there was one foul against Deyes in, in the second half that, I mean, the dude just blatantly got, like, freaking pulled down. And the ball got kicked out of bounds. And it was a throw into the other... You know, it was a throw into the other the other side. You know what I mean? It was just things like that that the, the ref were just was not consistent. You know what I mean? He called a foul on us. And then he wouldn't call a foul on them. When he had when when somebody's blatantly holding you and like pulling you down and you don't call it, it was just come on, man. Come. Did you
1: see what? The, did you see what the
0: foul count was? No, It's
1: fourteen to twelve, United.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I, I again.
0: You but he there was a no calls though that he didn't I, call. I,
1: I don't think he did us any favors. At all, and I but think I that the, big, the biggest play for me was, was before they scored when Alonga was down the line. Mm-hmm. And there was pulling, not pulling, pulling, not pulling, and Alonga goes down, he doesn't call it. Uh, they turn around and go the other way, and that wind up being their first goal. So, I I don't know. The, the way that I look at the game, you know, I don't, I know, and I know this is not what you're saying either, so I'm not putting words in your mouth. No. He wasn't the reason why we lost. No, no, no but he definitely didn't do us any favors. No, he definitely didn't. did not do us any favors. And I think, you know, crowd being into the game, Bruno getting in his ear, getting a red card, Matic hitting somebody upside the head with the ball. I think that referee lost it way before the game was over. And you could tell in the decision-making that he was making. And that's, that's why I said, I know people laugh, but man, if they could just, after the game, five minutes, mm-hmm. press conference, sit down, all three of them, Why'd you call off sides? Why was that a foul? What were you thinking in the second half when it like getting their mindset Mm -hmm. of what and why and having to answer for why they made decisions? Oh, I would love to hear. They just get to skate, they just get to go home, hit the tunnel, hit the showers, off they go, and they don't have to say a word about it. But yet, if a coach like Ragnick did, Ragnick called him out, he's probably going to get fined for it. So, I don't like it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I wish they'd change that rule, but you know, at the end of the day, um, that's that's where we're at. That's that's the that's the nature of this beast, and it's been that way forever, really. So it, there's there's really nothing you can say about it other than that you would hope. We don't one, we don't mm. get him again. Which we're out of Champions League, so we probably won't. But two, <clears> just hope that he doesn't <throat> uh, referee any more games in England.
0: No, no, no. You're right. And what he did when a lot, of what he did when he called fouls on us or he called fouls, it stopped progressive play. Right. And that, like, I think, that that's, I think about, that's what that's everybody's most frustrated about. It was just like, dude, what the fuck, man? You let this shit go, but then now you're calling this bullshit? It's like, come on, man. Anyways. All right, EC, I know we, you need to get out of here, so let's rapid fire here. We're out of Champions League, so it's Ajax, EC. Ajax is also out. Um, but, but let me hear the caveat here. You know who else is out, EC? PSG. PSG. Uh, and, E.C., do you know what club has financial trouble in London? I'll give you three guesses. And the first two don't count.
1: <laughs> are they in London?
0: They're in London.
1: All right. And it's not West Ham.
0: I said the first two don't count, E.C.
1: Ah, my bad, my bad. Yes, Chelsea.
0: Chelsea. Ding, 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 all right, you see. What do these three clubs have in common and why am I bringing them up?
1: They may or may not have coaches that may or may not
0: become available this summer. Very ooh, soon, actually. Ooh, very, very soon. Okay, you see. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. All right. Out of all three of these coaches, which one is world-class? I'm going to go Tuchel. Tuchel. Tuchel's were why
1: Champions League uh Bundesliga
0: okay?
1: I don't know if he ran it. I don't he, he didn't coach in France as well. He coached I at did. PSG. Yeah. So PSG went went in France as well, so French Cup. He
0: uh, went to French the Champions League. League final with PSG, you remember? I don't. Right?
1: Yeah, so I I, I would – if it was me, I would say Tuchel. Of all of them, I'd say Tuchel because Poch has a Champions League final, no wins. um, And then Ten Hag really just – and I don't even know if they're winning the league right now, in fact. um, They might be in second place still. I think AZ's in first maybe. I haven't looked in in like a week or two. I watched him play the other day. I'd have to to look. But I I know they weren't winning the league like they normally do – in spades, it was a, it was a close race last I looked.
0: So okay, what I mean, in your opinion, if you, I mean, let me honestly honestly ask you, is Tuchel a viable get? <laughs> is are we just? I mean, is, is his name being brought up because Jamie Carragher is I, one that I, Jamie Carragher is the one that brought it up in Sky. And, I mean, obviously, fucking Chelsea fans are just like, oh, my God, they're just, like, going over, they, you know, they're fucking getting their panties in the wad because they've never actually poached nobody's fucking players or coaches anyways. So well, Chelsea, can't, has, Chelsea has a history of poaching. That's what I'm saying. They're getting their panties in the wad. They're so, just, you know, yes. they're getting old, they're getting old, they're getting old, you know, book, you know, I, pussy.
1: I think, I think we have a slight chance, but I don't think, and this is just my personal opinion. Uh-huh. I think that you're not going to like. It. I don't think he's going to look at the ownership and think he can do what he wants to do. That's uh-huh. what I that's my honest opinion.
0: Okay. But have, have you heard of the apparent... I have
1: heard he, I I have heard they are looking because
0: No, have you heard ownership. of the apparent... the apparent, coat uh, the owners that are might come in. Most of them are American, you see. Like Woody Johnson from the Jets. The yes. Ricketts, the 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 the, the, the Ricketts, no, the the dude that owns freaking the Cubs, uh, yes. and then and they're, Tillman Fertitta from the from the Houston Rockets, easy. And what all what all three have in common? Failed the clubs.
1: They're glazer They're glazer babies, yep. and, I, and and that's and that's part of me. I, I don't wish it upon anyone. I'm just gonna say that out loud. I, I don't I don't wish. <laughs> anyone have to go through the pain that we're going through because it's horrible, but I don't think ultimately is going to look at United at this moment in time and yeah. say it's and again it, 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 let's, let's, he's going to have a better look behind the curtain than we do, he's going to understand what the recruitment looks like, he's going to understand who's the director of football and what they actually do he's going to understand who the fitness coach is we're not privy to that, so I don't know you know, who, who these new people that are coming in are going to be. So he might look at it and go, you know, they want to tear the stadium down. They want to redo this. They want to redo that. Maybe they're going to start developing younger talent because that's what um, Ragnick does. Maybe he looks at it and says, this is a great project. They're going to give me a ton of money. And he does it. Um, And so he would be the best option of the three. If I was picking a coach. Just track record alone, because I don't think anyone's even. I know myself personally. I've watched a couple of Tin Hag games. I don't know this brother. I don't know. I have no idea what he's about. Um, I know what Potch is about, and tell me what he's won. Zilch. <laughs> he's won nothing. So you, you can say that he's won a French Cup because he's done that. That's mm-hmm. in his CV. Um, he's been knocked out of the Champions League, and he's been to a Champions League final. So, better than Ten Hag at this point in time, yes. But Ten Hag's younger; he has a track record of being able to take younger kids and bring them up and develop talent. Um, and so, I think that's what a lot of the United fans are excited about. But I don't, I don't know what the guy's all about. You know, I, I, I just think it's exciting because he's young and he's he's coming from a club that builds up players and that's what we want to do is get back to the class of 92 and build up kids and come from the academy I mean our academy kids are playing really well FA Cup Finals and that so you know maybe that's the guy to do it I don't I don't know this is a big machine this is not this is not I you know that this is a, this would be a huge jump for him but you know so Alex Ferguson took the jump people were patient with him are United fans patient I don't know. I don't know. So that that's that's going to be, I think, the big difference is if we get him in, will fans give him four years to figure out who he is as a big coach and who he can recruit and who he wants to bring in and who he wants to develop? Um, I think it's going to be a, a big challenge for him. I think Popch comes in confident. I think he comes in right away and he says, this is what I want to do, and they get right to it. Either they're fighting or they get him what he wants and he puts in his system and he knows the league, he knows the players, um, knows the coaches, and I think he does. I think he'll do well. Well. Yeah. Um, just like I said, based off of, of past experience.
0: Well, this is a, uh, probably a topic that we're going to discuss in the next couple of weeks. You see, due to the fact that there's going to be no football, so I'm not going to really elaborate any more than what you have or which I have. Um, I mean, there's, there's another topic that we'll discuss next week. I wanted to cover it, but. Uh, just do the fact that you know we're supposed to play Liverpool this weekend. Um, there, that game got postponed due to Liverpool playing the FA Cup, I believe. Uh, so, um, you know, just think about it. There's three options for Old Trafford renovations. Uh, so how would you? What would you want to see? Well, I mean, ask. I mean, the fans, uh, the listeners. You know, I am us on uh, SoundCloud or whatnot what or, or on our social medias. What would you want to see? Um, one the old Trafford renovations. Uh, I think they're talking about demolishing one of them, all of it. Uh, I think renovating this, the South End. And then I think another one is just putting in, expanding. Uh, obviously, it's 80,000, but not renovating the South End. Um, there are just several options, but. Um, that's it. I mean, well, we covered pretty much what we needed to cover, you see. So, uh, I know we had a week off, but, uh, it's spring break and we let's get back to the party and the fun.
1: Amen to that. Great podcast as always. Got a little heated there. That was good. It was a good little, good little
0: debate. Oh, we uh, haven't argued. We haven't argued like that in a long time, so. No,
1: it was good. It was, it was good. <laughs> so yeah, no. Always fun guys, check us out. Thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. And lucky Diaz, we are. And I think it's gonna be a long long time to down brings me
0: around and get to find